0: How's it going, everyone? Welcome back to Alpha and Omega TV. This is Franco from Alpha and Omega TV. And live in the studio today is Brian as well.
1: Hello, everyone. I'm happy to see all your beautiful faces today. How how is everyone? Everyone's okay with the whole coronavirus.
0: Oh, don't say Chinese (laughs) virus. Don't say that. Anyways, guys, welcome back. Welcome back. We are very happy to be back. Uh, Now that everything seems to be opening back up again, uh, we decide to open up the podcast because uh, due to the nature of us being non-essential as uh, podcasters or whatever you want to call us, well, we were off, uh, we were out out of duty currently or during that time. So now everything's opening back up. So we're back and we're happy to be back. We're very, very happy to be back. And we want to say we want to thank you guys for uh, listening, even while we were offline at the moment, hashtag Um, (laughs) non-essential, you guys were still listening and we could see the activity going on. So we want to thank you guys for keeping up with that, the faithful ones, the faithful (laughs) ones. We thank you for that. Uh, So as you guys may know, here at Alpha and Omega TV, we broadcast live and uncut commentary regarding scripture, current events, testimonies and teaching all for the glory of the one true living God, Jesus Christ, as well as Q&A's. We do Q&A's. We talk about what's going on. um, And today we want to uh, kind of go over what happened during this COVID-19 situation, coronavirus. We did uh, probably two other episodes. This is episode 34. And we spoke about kind of like the dangers, what we knew then. Uh, Now we know a lot more so we kind of want to go and just uh we want to title this COVID 19 what we learned because i think we all learned a lot during this time and i'm not just necessarily talking about the virus but i'm talking about even things like our nature as humans um you know things that really came to the light during this time uh things that really shined even during this time uh people can say of great difficulty but uh i think we can um we can all agree that this was uh, an experience that really a lot of people say we've never experienced before. A lot of people in our lifetime, uh, we've never experienced a pandemic, which is much greater than an epidemic. An epidemic is limited to like a region. Uh, However, pandemic means worldwide. So um, kind of a big deal in terms of the infection, infection rate, Uh, not so much in terms of the fatality rate because to this day
1: last pandemic was the flu and now is the coronavirus and uh, we're going to talk about this I believe we're going to talk about this about um, the comparisons with the flu and the coronavirus How they're pretty much um, how we reacted the same way so maybe repetitive uh, history repetitive uh, actions that we took in the past but I believe we'll talk about that in further in depth, I believe, right?
0: Sure, <laughs> now that you said that. <laughs> so again, today's uh, episode is unscripted. So uh, we're just going to talk about what we learned during this time. So let me just go ahead and kick it off without further ado. Um, I think one of the things that was fully on display, uh, one of the first things that happened, and we did make a podcast about this toilet paper stories, we talked about the shortage of toilet paper. We still don't understand why. <laughs> I don't think anybody still to this day knows why. Why toilet paper was, such, was in such high demand during this time when uh, coronavirus didn't really have much to do with it. Uh, there were reports that in some cases, coronavirus did cause diarrhea, uh, but it was very rare when that happened. So that doesn't exactly justify why we were short toilet paper for most of the time uh, during this coronavirus season uh, so Brian did, did you uh, did you have any trouble securing toilet paper for your house not at all okay so <laughs> you know worry you did not run into that situation no <laughs> now the question is did someone from your family go out and buy a lot of toilet paper
1: no we weren't I don't think any of my family members were it was just like normal it was just like normal <laughs>
0: a normal season of toilet paper. Um, I will have to admit that uh, someone in my family household did. Uh, we're not going to mention who, but they did buy a very big pack before it all broke down. Uh, so luckily there was that. And then after that, we just nobody freaked out or panicked or anything like that. But uh, for the most part, I don't think we any of us suffered a shortage of toilet paper. At least people that I know of.
1: <laughs> right.
0: Um. Here at the office, sometimes there was no toilet paper. Oh. <laughs> but here's the thing, though. Like, you There's so many other alternatives to toilet paper. Um, I mean, you can use paper towels. You can use napkins. You can use uh, baby wipes. There's alternatives to pretty much... So it's not like it's going to be the end of the world if one day, let's say, no store has toilet paper. There are alternative folks. So I don't think it's anything to be panicking about. Really isn't. So um, we learned that. Um, so I think one of the things that sparked that going back to toilet paper really quick is just because there was a social media picture that was circling the internet like crazy, and it was a picture of I think they were like in a Sam's or Costco, and there was people with their carts filled with a bunch of toilet paper. And so that started circling, and I think that's when people really, it's, it's the sheeple mentality. It's the, like, right. I need to have it. If they're taking it, they're There's, taking it if for I a reason. others doing it, I yeah. must do it, too. I have too. to do it, too. I mean, even though I don't know, and even though I have plenty of toilet paper. Uh, from, but, the,
1: from the previous days, toilet paper was the main concern, and then yeah. and then, um, ramen noodles and all that.
0: Yeah, exactly. It was like, got to wipe our butts first, and then think about <laughs> later on what we're going to eat right you know that's unfortunately and again i think i do think that social media has a lot to do with it Mm -hmm. um so we did learn that we learned that people tend to have um they follow they follow very blindly they see something and enough people get behind it and they get behind it they don't know even why but they say okay well i gotta follow that
1: i think one of the biggest um thing i guess like main um Main reason is the media, media, because um yeah, there's a lot of fear. People are creating fear to the, for the people, the news, murder hornets. They're just regular hornets, but they call, they put the name murder hornets. I know that was a big thing, um, but people had, had to create the fear, with the word murder in it
0: definitely and if you get stung by one of those you're not gonna die right (laughs) i think like what 10 of them have to sting you in order for you to die (laughs) you got to get stung several times by different hornets for you to actually die so yeah murder hornets. not even
1: die but you'll be paralyzed and then if more murder hornets or hornets were to attack you then you die
0: that's the only way but again then and people just keep panicking after panic after panic Um, And I think that that's one of the things we did learn also during this time that... Fake news. (laughs) As our great president calls it, um, it's (laughs) fake news. Uh, That is a problem. That is a problem the media. Today, it's very rare when there is true journalism. And for those of you guys who don't know what that looks like, it simply means you investigate into things that are going on. You don't put a bias, which means you don't put your opinion into it. Mm you just present people the facts that's what journalism used to be that's what it's supposed to be um but of course we have these big networks that obviously they have they're a business at the end of the day um we'll get into you know business stuff in in, at some point but um these networks are business at the end of the day they have their viewers and just like any business you strive to give your customers what they want So, you know, there's networks that are on the left, networks that are on the right, which means, uh, you know, conservatives, and then there's the uh, progressives, the Democrats. So we have these two networks kind of battling out against each other, and it creates, um, it creates, basically they create a bias of what they want us to think. So obviously the left will be uh, sharing more progressive type things Uh, which are things like having to do with homosexuality, uh, abortion, legalization of drugs, uh, marijuana, uh, which that can be a case that can go on either side uh, in terms of marijuana and stuff like that. Uh, But you see them pushing these kinds of things or narratives as we call them. A narrative is simply the message that is being put out. Um, And then you have the right, obviously advocating for, you know, gun rights and freedom of speech and all these things. So, um, In general, as Christians, I think we adhere more to the right, the conservative uh, values. I'm not saying that we are to be Republicans because of that. I'm just saying that those values, um, and I'm not trying to get into politics here for those of you guys who are sensitive (laughs) about that subject, okay? I'm just telling you what it is. So, For the most part, as uh, Republicans, um, they tend to lean more to the conservative side of things. Um, And for the most part, their ideals line up more with um, the biblical standards. I'm not saying all of all of it does. I'm not going to make that claim. But for the most part, that's what you see. So obviously, like I said, going back to these networks, they have a message. They're trying to get it out. Um, They're trying to make uh, the most views they possibly can. So they have to sensationalize things. And that's where, like Brian said, the murder hornet type thing Um, and then the coronavirus outbreak. I mean, let's let's be real. They were reporting or they have been reporting every coronavirus case like it's the end of the world, (laughs) you know, and some people take this very seriously and some people don't. There's two extremes. Um, And we're not saying that this doesn't exist. What I'm saying personally is it got out of hand. It got out of control um, to the point where now uh, we have churches here in California, at least where we're at. Um, trying to fight so that we can, you know, have service again at our church. Mm. So that's one of the things that's going on right now. The Ninth Circuit Church. Uh, we were actually going to go to church this Sunday. We were going to go to Grace Community Church. Um, and it turns out that they sent out a message. Well, like one day prior, I think it was a Saturday.
1: Uh, yeah, um, Saturday. Because Friday
0: they had announced they were opening,
1: right? Like Saturday around like 7 and in the evening. Right. Our pastor uh, sent a message saying uh, that the our governor... Is going to postpone uh, the opening day for our, our church and well he, he was politely saying you know how we're supposed to obey our authority right and and continue can continue uh doing what we're, what we're doing now which is live but right we, we were nonetheless
0: yeah we were excited to go back and um i think everyone is i think everyone wants to open um, there's a lot of people against that of course and there's arguments for either side mm-hmm. um and that's fine um however we we were excited to go then like brian said around 7 p.m i think that's when we realized or heard the news that um it was going to be extended further um because how long we know not. yeah governor governor newsom mm-hmm. and i think it was the ninth circuit uh, yeah. court ruled that it was not right yet to open um so that's the case here in california again we're going to make the best of it as uh pastor john MacArthur has always been very clear as christians we're not called to be revolutionaries we're not called to you know rebel against the government unless uh, uh, unless it's going the word of god then obviously we obey god but in terms of these things that aren't going to affect anything aren't going to hurt anyone and it's not causing us to sin um then we just simply adhere to these regulations for in the meantime because it is temporary uh, so we just follow the rules and we simply submit to the governing authorities unless of course in the future if if, if something were to happen where it is unbiblical um, or against god's very word uh, then we have to honor god in those cases but we're not called to be revolutionaries in regards to the law because god does call us to submit to our governing authority so um that happened so um it's interesting. And I think um, whether you love him or hate him, uh, President Trump did mention that, you know, a lot of these states have called uh, abortion clinics, a.k.a. Planned Parenthood, uh, liquor stores and all these places essential. Uh, however, when it came to the church, they did not. They said it was not essential. Um, we know. So, so well, let's look at something real quick. And, and I, w- I did want to talk about this. Because a lot of people are saying, you know, we got to stay locked down. We got to stay, you know, we got to stay home. Um, It's too soon, to open um, because it's going to kill people. Well, we have to remember also that a lot of people right now who don't go out are going deeply into depression. They're going deeply into impression, impression, depression. Um, And then there's people who have anxiety and those people are getting even more anxious because they're at home. So you've got cases where there's people suffering with mental health, and these people are for forced to stay inside. Um, you have people in abusive relationships. Um, they have no other place to go. They are in that relationship, and uh, they're forced to be home. You know. So you, you, we have all these different cases. You have people who have lost their jobs or they can't leave to go to their jobs. Um, so you have all these cases, and we have to understand that it's... You save lives, yes, by You could say staying home but you also save lives by keeping people's livelihoods because a lot of people especially people who don't have hope um in god in christ these people have nothing else to look forward to but to go out and for that to be interrupted in their daily lives that's a very uh, that's a very serious thing and that's that's why a lot of people right now are declining mentally because they're forced to be at home they cannot leave the house um, and a lot of them are, uh, you could say, going crazy at their house. So that's that's one of the dangers that I guess a lot of people don't understand. That why it is important for us to continue to have the freedom to choose whether we go out or whether we stay home. And And if we open, it doesn't mean that everyone has to go out. You know, like if you want to keep staying home, then you can stay home. And if you don't want to and if you want to go out then use precaution because of the people around you it's very simple but i think we're making this into a bigger bigger thing that it is so that's one of the points that i wanted to touch on that of some of the things that we've learned in regards to over sensationalism of the media um and we we see it across the board you know it's 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 all across the board it's not even just one news network um but there's a lot of things happening in um that's one of the things that we noticed that it's just the decline of mental health also causes deaths um also causes um probably a suicide rate i'm sure has gone up i haven't looked into that um i don't know if people are writing about it but for what we know i mean the suicide rate was has been high for a while and with this situation i'm pretty sure uh, that there was a spike easily simply because again you're forced to stay inside and we as people we're not um we're not lone wolves by nature we are social people so when we can't see our families when we can't see our friends it's difficult difficult. it gets tough so
1: for for some very difficult
0: yeah definitely especially people who don't like to be alone they're forced to be alone during this time so there's cases on both sides but uh, i think we live in the united states for a reason. And one of our freedoms is our freedom to choose, our freedom to um, be able to say yes to the things we want to do and no to the things we don't. Um, And for government to come and interfere and say that that's what we have to do. In this case, we get it. Again, you know, they could say that they could cite that it's for our own safety and that's fine. You know, this is temporary. So it's not like we're going to go and rebel, Um, but it has been a while. it has been a while. And I think um,
1: think it it should have I think we're in the clear Well, not completely But it should be Safe enough for us to Be out Instead of um, Taking things more More Precautionary What I'm trying to say is like We we have already set the standard Of our um, Of how to be careful And all that But if we're going to get dive in more deeper I don't think it's not that Necessary anymore Because we have already uh, Taken that precautionary Beforehand So I think things should be Lifted up a little bit
0: right people have learned how to um how to be more sanitary how to be more uh, hygienic yeah, um, too.
1: that's that's a pro <laughs> yeah
0: that's good i mean i guess people didn't know how to wash their hands before this but now we do <laughs> that's good so one good thing came out of this um what was i was gonna say something about what you were just saying um okay yeah so a lot of people think they want to wait till this thing is completely gone that's not gonna happen
1: that's, that's so, very risky. As yeah, a matter of fact, it's dangerous because it's going to yeah. bring it, down so many companies. It's going to bring down.
0: Yeah, and uh, you say that because you're in the stock market, Brian. Right? <laughs> 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 so th- here's the thing that um, this, this is, so it's not going to go away. This is, uh, there's many reports saying this is just going to be like another, you know, we have the seasonal flu that comes every year. Um, it kills thousands of people as well. A lot of us get it every year, and we nothing happens. We, you know, we get a stuffy nose. We might get a fever. You know, we we might get um, a cough, a sneeze, and that's it. We get over it eventually. You know, there's over-the-counter medicine that you can take, and it's gone. This is going to become one of those things as well as what they are reporting. Um, So, for those of you guys waiting for it to be completely gone for the for everything to open, um, that's not how it works. The flattening of the curve that they kept talking about it wasn't something that it's like, we're getting rid of the virus. And that's when we're gonna, no, flattening the curve simply means that we try to keep the amount of people that are being um, infected to the bare minimum that way. And this is the reason for flattening the curve so that the medical industry could keep up. So we don't get to a point where there's too many people for a hospital to take in and we don't have beds for them. We don't have ventilators. We don't have whatever, the medication. Um,
1: we had to be forced to be doing a triage.
0: Right, so that's the whole point of flattening the curve. It's, it's not, we're getting rid of the virus because again, right now, uh, there's not officially a cure there. Today, there was great news about a vaccine. Uh, that's why if you guys, uh, if any of you guys invest in the <laughs> stock market, <laughs> we do, um, you see that the stock market rally today because it's excited about a vaccine. So um, today it was uh, it was that uh, but flattening of the curve simply means, again, just make sure that not a lot of people get affected so that healthcare care uh, medical facilities can basically keep up with the demand. So we won't get a spike. And then, like I said, all of a sudden, we don't have enough beds, places to put people, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so that is what flattening of the curve is um california has flattened the curve according to reports from uh, several media outlets um so that's why we are currently today was announced i think phase three which is pretty much everything is open except for entertainment like uh, the movies um gyms and places uh public sporting events with live audiences so that's kind of where we're at here in california if you're listening to us from another state Chances are that because we were one of the hotspot states, chances are you guys are opening already like complete, mm-hmm. you know, full on. Because some places really didn't get hit as hard. Again, it 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 wasn't that bad in a lot of places. Some places probably didn't even see probably nobody that you know of, <laughs> you know. I think I know of one person, I think, that from that we know um, that contracted it, contracted the coronavirus. But that that's pretty much it, you know, that it was... Uh, 100% I don't know, uh, but I only know of one person here. We were a hotspot here in California. Uh, We're not too far from LA and LA was the hotspot or is the hotspot. I don't know. So we learned that as well. So we, I think it's safe to say this was a learning experience uh, for seeing the nature of human, seeing the nature of human, seeing that we are by nature, very greedy gullible um gullible and that we have a sheep mentality which is very i mean i think that's the reason god compares us in his word to sheep mm-hmm. you know and and he 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 jesus talks about how we as sheep have gone astray you know and it's like we're sheep without a shepherd and and that's what we are without god that is truly who we are without our lord and savior we are just kind of wandering around following the rest not knowing because and without a
1: shepherd where do we end up
0: yeah where do we end up sheep can literally jump off a cliff if they see food down there and they 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 won't think (laughs) anything of it yeah everyone will go and because because they move they move as a flock um it it doesn't they they will not um none of them will stop and say oh snap there's a cliff No, it's like, oh, uh, Tim just went in front of me. So I'm going to follow him. (laughs) And that's it. Like they will all go to their doom because that's how it is. That's the sheep mentality. And we are, we are without God. We are sheep without a shepherd. Uh, Luckily, or because of his grace, we have him. And he is, he is the great shepherd. He is uh, the one who takes care of us and keeps us in. um, You can say in the, in the penthouse where it's safe. Where it's clear, where um, nothing can take us out of His possession. So that's one of the things we learned. Um, we learned about the stock market. <laughs> a lot I just, of a lo- I saw
1: everything going down. Yeah,
0: I- now's the time to buy. <laughs> so for those of you guys uh, who who uh, Maybe. trade in the stock market or buy and sell, um, hello to you. Um, as you guys know today was has there was great news again about the vaccine that's why everything shot up um so we learned about you know the the way that the market reacts to different types of news um we learned how to adapt um our business to takeout. um so we had to kind of overcome a few little things like running out of salsa cups like crazy
1: (laughs) right because we didn't for those who are, who are new to this, uh, this podcast, we own a side, uh, a business, uh, just selling tacos. And, uh, because we were, uh, doing a takeout only for our business, uh, we had to prepare without knowing what we were preparing for, um, how to deliver our takeout menu. And, um, we had to buy so many extra supplies that we yeah. were like unprepared for, like, okay, we'll, we'll buy extra this for this week and then then we run out then we went out we we
0: (laughs) yeah but thankfully though thankfully we are uh, set up in a very good location um where there are uh events every weekend (laughs) and those events bring quite the crowd and the crowd just happens to be very hungry when they leave the events so um thankfully thank god uh he always puts us in the right place Uh, he always provides and um We've been doing well despite the whole pandemic situation, and uh, ob- obviously everything right now is takeout. Uh, well, this weekend probably we're gonna have dine-in because um, we're, we're now open. To. Yeah, now it's legal. Um, so that was a blessing in itself. That despite the whole situation, people still come out. They're still hungry. Um, obviously, you know we we have to eat. So just a lot of a lot of things that we we learned uh everyone got uh their stimulus check (laughs) i know some
1: people who just spent it like crazy
0: yes some people
1: who are nice and saving the money yep and
0: And some people who threw it in the stock market (laughs) (laughs) to grow (laughs) so definitely guys definitely be diligent with your finances um don't just spend on things that are gonna there are not gonna do you any good Um, i'm always like your future yeah spend on something i like to say that you got to spend on something that's going to grow or something that's going to make you um it's going to allow you to make more more funds for for your cause for whatever you're doing for your future um instead of just spending on something like to me um some of you guys are going to hate me but i uh, spend like a video game that's you're spending money on something that's going to steal time from you and steal time from you being productive or possibly make money to buy something else to help your family to buy your
1: rather than doing something else productive
0: exactly so instead of spending time on that um or spending money on that why not spend, read a book yeah spend money on a book or spend money on something that's gonna enrich your knowledge mm-hmm. enrich your experience um i think spending money on memories is a nice thing like spending money on an experience like with your family with friends um you know that's always worth it because memories are always going to last uh, but things that are just going to steal your time and joy and all that i don't think that's ever worth it so definitely be diligent with that uh, some po- probably some people went out and just spent it on food <laughs> 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 and and some people did need to do that you know some people who Which was
1: what stimulus check was for, right food and
0: uh food rent. rent utilities and all that stuff so definitely you know th- that was a that was a help um and i i read that they were considering sending a second one so we'll have to see about that um we'll see where that goes but i think ultimately guys i think the message we or the 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 biggest lesson we learned here is everything is uncertain. You know, everything is uncertain. Um kind of linking it to the stock market when the coronavirus news hit because there was uncertainty, um a lot of the investors started selling off stock. That's Quickly. where the, the stock market plummeted because of uncertainty. Mm-hmm. And, and
1: a few weeks after the pandemic or not, we're in the pandemic, but a few weeks after, uh there's good news like uh new new vaccines and then stocks shot up mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden um the next day just spiked all the way down
0: yep after and- it was like a failed attempt <laughs> or um you know that it was just the news of it that made it go up um but then there was nothing more after that so we, false hope <laughs> exactly yeah that's what you could call it. it it is false hope um and even today's spike could even mean be that you know that Even though we are opening everything up but today the news of that vaccine really boosted the stock market's um, confidence and the people who are investing in it but one way we can um we can tie this up to the message that you know god gives us is that there is nothing that is certain in this world you know all of this that we're doing everything that we um, are involved in we know that this is all temporary It doesn't mean that we have to be lazy you know and just wait for the lord's return because god doesn't call us to do that he calls us to be diligent with our time um he calls us to work while we're here Uh, but i think one thing we could learn is simply that there is no concrete um hope here in this world and the hope that we have is in christ because he's not of this world so we learned that life can change from one moment to another even when things seem to be going very well because um the united states was doing pretty well you know before this this yeah in february it seemed like everything was just going good (laughs) and then all of a sudden this comes and you know wipes off people's jobs people go into unemployment um you know businesses close small businesses a lot of small businesses aren't going to make it unfortunately and some of these people have been working hard their entire lives and then from one day to another from one month to another it's like everything's gone you know they don't have money to pay um so it's it's a time that is is it was of great uncertainty and people's life changed during this time you know people's lives and their customs their the way that they view the world changed um but luckily for us we we have a hope that is unshaken You know, despite all this and despite everything we saw, every true believer, um, we we know that at the end, at the end, it's like at the end, we win because our savior comes. You know, at the at the end, we we understand that no matter how bad it gets here, no matter how we end up or how we leave this world in terms of what kind of death we're going to go through. We know that something beautiful awaits us after. And I think that's, um, that's a hope that nobody, nobody has, except for those who truly believe in Christ. You don't have that kind of hope. Some hope for, um, I don't know how many virgins it is, 72 virgins or something like that. Some hope to be gods after this life, uh, all sorts of beliefs. But what we hope, and what our faith is is that we will be united in heaven with our heavenly father one day uh, when we leave this earth
1: in his glory
0: in his glory and, and, and that place is going to be beautiful, beautiful. it's going to be beautiful there's going to be no pain no more suffering um it's just it's just going to be his glory so that's that's one thing that we can take away from all of this that despite the whole situation despite the uncertainty despite the lack of hope in this world Uh, there is hope in christ and there is no greater hope there is no nothing that we can put our faith in that is much greater than what god has already um, showed us what god has already um, prepared for us in advance so if we can leave you guys with any message it's that that everything in this world can fall away one day you know it's gonna it's gonna crumble one day it's gonna be gone life as we know it isn't gonna be the same Uh, we know biblically speaking there are hard times ahead yeah it's they always there already is corruption but it's, it's going to get be. to the point where it's incredible um so we know difficult times are ahead how soon we don't know but if there's one thing that we do know it's that our hope our faith in christ is the only thing that we can truly hold on to and it's the only truth in this world that can't be refuted it can't be taken away from you um it's it's something that that despite everything that could look true this is the only thing that we know for sure is true and that is the beauty of the gospel that is the beauty of being in christ so if you experience a lot of uncertainty during this time and you know you don't even know if you you have a relationship with god you know this is the time to truly analyze and and see for yourself that world the world changes and things are uncertain and if your trust is in things of this world then you can see how quickly everything can be undone everything can be undone everything can all your hard work can go down the drain and you will have to start from zero again but if there's one thing that cannot be undone it is the salvation. It is the the finished work of Christ. And it is the promise of salvation that he gives to each and every believer who repents and turns to him with their whole heart. So with all this uncertainty, guys, we can tell you there is hope in Christ and Christ alone. Not a church, not a building, not a priest, a pastor, um, a rabbi, none of that. Solely in Christ and christ alone so we want to thank you guys oh yeah quick announcement um if you guys didn't know it was recently announced that american gospel christ alone is now on netflix so definitely take advantage of that show it to as many people and friends that you know amazing documentary uh we bought it we have both of them um and definitely a must see for every christian right definitely a must see so if you haven't seen it already it's on netflix if you have netflix i mean that means you can see it for free now you don't have to pay so definitely a win congratulations to transition studios um and the man who i think his name is brandon kimber or something like that so congratulations to them for making it to netflix this is definitely going to give their documentary a huge boost and that's great news for us because god's good news gets out right in another platform so with that being said guys i don't know if brian has anything else to say no i think we're gonna i think we're gonna end it with that note guys so thank you so much for tuning in today uh feel free or please follow us on at alpha omega tv on instagram Uh, we know we haven't been very active there but we will Mm -hmm. Uh, just hang tight with us and uh, as we continue to grow and put things into place then there will be more action Uh, also facebook we do have alpha and omega tv on facebook um and yeah more giveaways and stuff are going to be coming in the near future so maybe even a meetup with some of our some of our friends we've made so far so stay tuned that would be great thank you guys god bless you and we hope to see you on the next one over and out. out